I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. In and out different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Hard to believe I made something from nothing. No hindsight discussions. I've been writing, I love it. Welcome to the Three Gig Sports Podcast, where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed. Rio, Jimmer, and Danny G sitting tonight. Gonna talk some news and notes. Uh, a lot of different things going on around the sports world in general. But before we do that, what, what do you got for this weekend, man? How did things go down there? Uh, it went all right. Uh, we had a couple guys place. No state champs this year, but a uh, couple placers and uh, unloaded brackets. Um, one one kid. I mean, his bracket was loaded with multiple-time state champs and state placers. Um, and he himself is a multiple-time state champ and state placer. Uh, he ended up getting fourth. Uh, he got beat out on the front side by a kid that moved from Pennsylvania to Iowa just to go to one of the big academies down here. Um, but it was a good tournament. We had a f- our first girl ever for a GHV Mac Club to place. So Hell yeah. Pretty cool. Hell yeah. Nice work, man. So busy weekend, right? Oh, yeah. Busy weekend. Uh, so usually they do it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, you know, 7th grade and 8th grade wrestle Friday and then 5th and 6th Saturday and then Sunday the girls and then third and fourth wrestle. Well, there was a hockey game that was scheduled Friday night, so they couldn't get the arena, uh, Wells Fargo Arena, Friday night. So they did all of them down to the final eight on Saturday and then wrestled the final eight of the boys on Sunday and all the girls. So it was a long day. I tell you what, they lost money. It was like like 10 o'clock Saturday by the time. Damn, man. (laughs) Oh, so they definitely lost money on that because the yeah. the wild is not there's not a big fan base down there. Well, you can get tickets dirt cheap. There's like maybe a thousand people that go to the games. It's just not it's not as fun as like the hockey that we're used to up here, right? Mm. So that that definitely sucks. I suppose they have to do it, but yeah, I'm sure the schedule is already made. And which I don't I don't get. I was like, why can't you you know when state's going to be for kids right after high school state right. tournament? You know the weekend after reserve Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was a good time. A lot of people, um, you know, they go to districts and they have to qualify top four, make it down to the state tournament, and, you know, then they battle it out for the top eight. Hell yeah, man. Well, nice work down there. Sounds like there was uh, some success and a lot of work over the season, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, all right, man. Unless you got something else over there, Jimmer, let's kick her off, baby. Uh, Magic guard Markel Fultz, the number one pick in the 2017 draft, who tore his left ACL more than a year ago, will return to action against the Pacers tonight. Yeah, good for him. He's been out a long time with that ACL injury. Magic uh, definitely need him, so it'll be good to see him come back. Um, yeah, be interesting to see how many minutes to give him. He was showing a little yeah. bit of um. A little bit of redemption what when he got traded from the Sixers because he had a rough rough start to his career. He goes down to Orlando. Looks like he kind of got a little bit figured out, and then he tore his ACL. So a good thing to see him come back, too. So Yeah, hopefully he comes back strong, too. I mean, Orlando needs it. That's for damn sure. So. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Speaking of injuries and players coming back, Denver Nuggets Michael Porter Jr. to be cleared for on-court contact and eyeing a March return. Porter underwent lumbar spine surgery three months ago, a procedure that has allowed him to return to the floor moving and shooting pain-free in recent weeks. Is that due to bust? So much hype coming out, and they knew his injury history. And what, I think he's played maybe one, almost one full season, and that's it. That's when he got his contract, and that's it. He was averaging, well, bust may be a strong word, but yeah. He's on the line, right? Yeah. I I mean, that one year that you're talking, I think he averaged 19, I think it was like 19.2 points a game, 50% from the field. Yeah, he he balled out that year, got himself the contract, but... Anything leading up to that, and then after that, it's been injury after injury after injury. It does look like a combo of that and uh, Jamal Murray may be able to make it back. I think it was an Achilles or whatever that was. Looks like he'd come back before the end of the season, too. So all pieces uh, fall into place. I think they're like 36 and 25 with Jokic leading the way. Yeah. Get these pieces back right, right about the right amount of time here. Yeah, Yeah, and Murray's going to be huge, too. So Mm it depends on that. Yeah. Uh, New York Mayor Eric Adams said Monday that he wants to see Kyrie Irving playing home games at Barclays Center, but making an exception for the Nets' unvaccinated star guard would send the wrong message to the rest of the city. Yeah, it's uh, you walk that thin line right on player safety and um you know, overall safety of everybody in the stadium and then also wanting to win games. Because if you noticed, it hasn't all been, you know, sunshine and rainbows since the trade. Uh, Still getting beat beat big time as well. Um, KD's out with injury right now. Yeah, so that, I mean, I'm sure he's in a rush like, oh, man, we need to – because they're already sitting back there, what, in the eighth seed? Yep. So – I'm sure he's feeling the pressure to, man, we made this big trade. We're going to need some production. We're borderline in and out. So, I don't know. I get where he's coming from, but, yeah, it's. They did say that they're targeting as long as the numbers keep declining in New York, which they have been, he said. They're targeting March 7th, I think is what I read, to lift it uh, citywide, statewide. Citywide, I do believe, is because, I mean, he's a mayor, so. Citywide, as long as they keep declining. So I mean, not that far out, anyways. If I'm surprised he didn't like just because the NBA commission called out the discrepancy between home players and away players. Like if you're away, you come in, you can play. Yeah. But the home players said that doesn't make any sense. Like I'm no. surprised he didn't jump on that and use that excuse and be like, oh, you're right, that doesn't make any sense. Let me get some love from the city and we'll let you play, Kyrie. You know, but right. apparently not. Yeah. You also don't want to make enemies with, you know, or ruffle the feathers of other players as well, you know, because you're trying to get your guy back. You don't want to. That and the, what he's what he's dealing with is like the unvaccinated state employees, too, that had to either forfeit their job or jump through this, that, and the other. That That's also what he's worried about, too, by ruffling those. He's stuck between a rock and a hard place. I mean, you have an yeah. NBA commissioner or, so, you know, a- NBA, NFL. Well, then combo that up with what he's saying where you don't want to piss off teams coming in because maybe they just say then we just won't show up to play the game, 
will eat the loss, but guess what? That's lost revenue too. No, but that's what I'm saying. Teams coming in, they unvaccinated players can play. I know. Oh. You're, you're missing what I'm saying. I'm saying they literally say, okay, if our star player can't play because he's unvaccinated because you're saying that he can't now, then we just won't come to the game. We'll take it as a loss. Oh, then. And, then the you lo- and then you lose yeah. the revenue. I got you. So, yeah, great. Your team gets a win, the Nets and the Knicks. But you got no revenue from that game because uh, there wasn't a game and nobody paid to show up. Yeah, ultimately, you know, it's always the rich taking care of the rich. He doesn't want to hurt any other team, you know, and potential payroll coming in or whatever, you know, cash flow coming in. So he's just worried about staying in that spot or climbing. Yep, that's true. Gotcha. So, which order do I want to do this one in? We'll do the uh, we'll do the MLB. Well, it's both MLB, but we'll talk the one first, and then he'll lead into the second. Uh, MLB made it clear today in their meetings that they are prepared and willing to miss a month worth of games. Now, when I was reading the article itself, it is it looks like it's pretty damn clear that. Uh, a league has went in. So the way I understand it is that whenever you have uh, at an association and then you have a um, a union, usually there's a one agreement that is always there, and that is that you are supposed to be coming in with good faith negotiating. MLB has not been doing that. If you remember when this first started, the first two months, they didn't even talk to the MLBPA. They're, they had no communication with them. And they've only been taking it up for, or, though, like, I, I guess I didn't put, like, I thought they were, like, uh, small increments. They're even smaller than smaller. I thought they were coming up, like, five, ten mil. No, they're coming up literally a million dollars. To me, that's not good faith when you're only going up a million. And you're already that far apart anyway, and you're only coming up a million per. It looks like this has been, like, they, they've been ready to do this like they were before the before it even came to the lockout this is part of the process because in the article it said that it looked like the MLB owners believe that they can go a season without games I don't know if they remember back in 19 was it 1994 when they almost lost baseball yeah. like the fans did not come back after that we talk about that all the time McGuire and Sosa saving baseball I don't know where they steroids, get from this. And steroids, yeah. Yeah, we talked off air a little bit, too. <clears throat> you know, there's sponsors <laughs> everywhere in the stadium, so, you know, they're not going to be happy with that either. So for, you know, the owners to come out and say that as a sponsor, you're gonna probably going to, what the heck? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense from that aspect either because, you are you know, you're not going to get paid from them at all. So at least if I was – Trying to have us, you know, banner up there and pay money for that, I'd be like, hell no. Yeah, you ain't gonna, you're not getting a cent from me. <laughs> like yeah. you're not. At least, uh, like we were saying off air, was at least during the COVID year, yeah. and no fans in the stands. Bare minimum, it was on TV, so your sponsorships were still hitting the TV. Right. Screens. I mean, sure, yeah, they probably all have enough money they could set out a season and have plenty in their pockets. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you still want to make money. Conspiracy theory. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, conspiracy corner. So, uh, what's one of the things that the MLB is no longer doing right now? Steroid testing. Right. So, I mean, if you don't steroid test for a month, 
But then you start steroid testing and immediately start playing baseball. You think there's a big bump there in anything? Are you assuming some long balls? Yeah, yeah. There's already a lot of long balls. It'd be it'll be interesting to see the numbers. I mean, they're the baseballs were already bouncier, right, and stuff, and yeah. home runs going up. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see the numbers when they do start playing. How that looks. The longer they go without, the stronger these guys are going to be able to get, or at least some of them. True. And then it, it could be another boom for baseball because there's going to be even more. You, you said the ball's bouncier and everything like that, right? Mm. But then on top of that, these guys are finally able to fucking juice without getting in trouble for a little while. A Maybe ver- there's another. A, a very short while as long as. Because like, the one thing we do know is that players or people don't know how to stop. Yeah. Like in time. Like here's your, here's your timeline right here. You need to stop so it's not. I don't know how to stop. Otherwise, there would have been people wouldn't have been getting popped in the first place, right? From the last from the last steroid black eye. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, any news is good news if you know anything about sports. So it doesn't matter if it's good, bad. Just ask the NFL. As long as you're talking about them, it's good media. At the end of the day, regardless. So even if it's a black eye, like a. Like a steroid scandal or 2.0 or whatever. It doesn't matter. You're still talking about baseball. And who who did the black eye hurt? Did it hurt Major League Baseball? Not really. No, it hurt the players that are involved in it, right? Yep. They don't give a shit about that. I don't know how real this is, but I, just, I think it's interesting thinking about that because they're clearly going to be willing to take this further. There's going to be a lot of games missed this year. I really think so. Yeah, I think we, I think the – what did I say it was my last one? I thought they were going to play 100. Hey, dude. It ain't looking too good unless uh, unless a judge steps in. Yeah. Who you do know? you think uh, – who, who bends first if they do play this year? It's going to have to be the players because they're not billionaires. You know, there's there's so many players that aren't even millionaires, you know, right? They're making – maybe maybe they're making like $500,000 a year or something like that because they're still on like that quote-unquote rookie contract. Maybe they're lucky enough to get pulled up. But they were a late, a late round, so they're not even a first-round money. Yeah, there's too many players like that there, or maybe not 500, but you know what I'm saying, like 750. They're not even millionaires. They can't, they can't go that long. So at the end of the day, you may have some high-powered hundred million dollar pitcher up there sitting there saying, "Yeah, let's go ahead, let's do this," you know, because they also have their endorsements and everything else. But they, you're supposed to be doing that. You're the voice of all the people below you. Yeah. And there's too many guys that are not making millions. They're not getting promotionals. They're not getting anything advertisements. They they can. They're gonna have to. They always buckle first, unfortunately, because they don't have the backing of it. Yeah. So do, you're both on the same page. It sounds like. Do yeah. you think they even get close to what they're asking for? No. Uh. Uh-uh, not at all. I I I don't even say half now. Because usually I told Those you if you just want to if you just want to fast track shit usually all right. You want this? You want this? Why don't we just come in the middle at least, and then we're in the ballpark? Can we at least do that? They're not. MLB knows they hold. They hold the hand, you know. Yeah, because you always hear about, you know, players uh, taking a part-time job or, or this and that, you know, to make ends meet during the off season and whatnot because of the pay structure and the mm-hmm. pay scale and arbitration and how you know just that whole thing goes with baseball and paying players. So they know exactly. They got plenty of money. Yeah. Uh, all it's going to be is a waiting game to wait out. Players Association um, until they want to kind of lower their demands, you know, what they want. And then it comes back to exactly – then it may come back right back to your conspiracy then. 
Because then they get a then they get you know they might have lost the casual baseball fan because you guys pissed us off. You wait made us wait so long. How do we get their attention? Cranked up players are they're throwing balls out of the ballpark, and we have no liability to that. So even if they do get caught, like you're saying, I didn't even think about the part of MLB didn't take a rap in any of that, and it's technically what I say. Oh, any, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, they made a shitload yeah. of money off that. You mm-hmm. know, that was the. I don't know. That's when it didn't die, right? It like almost a phoenix type deal. Like it came back from the ashes and blew up. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'll be curious. We'll see. So this leads me into this one right here. Derek Jeter is stepping down as Miami Marlins CEO and shareholder, which was only four percent, by the way, and I didn't know it was that little. Uh, Jeter said the vision for the future of the franchise is different than the one I signed up to lead. Now is the right time for me to step aside as a new season begins. Bruce Sherman, uh, the ownership group leader, and Jeter came at odds over the size of his ownership share and the financial commitment to the roster. Jeter was entering the final season of a five-year contract. Sherman's statement alluded to Jeter stepping down as a mutually agreed-upon decision. So the reason why I was kind of tying this one into both, I mean, obviously, money, Marlins, blah, blah, blah. Well, what we don't realize is like what he actually did for the Marlins. It looked like he just dissected the whole damn thing, but actually he rebuilt it back up even stronger. Um, in fact, they even made the playoffs in that 2020 season. But uh, the following one, but then they just signed some guys and they have a, bu- a nice-ass young core, right? Is it is it weird that at the end of the day, Jeter is not that long uh, away from playing baseball? And then maybe you see what's going on, too, on top of that. That's a good point, yeah. I don't know if it had something to do with that, too. Um, that um, Jeter's statement didn't come out through the Marlins, either. It was like an independent um, site that he had it. Uh, sent through so we didn't even have it come through the Marlins so I don't know I, I don't know if it's one of those things once a player always a player like that type of situation and you found out about the MLB like we're ready to miss games if it really is 100% about the pay part and the ownership stake don't know I just thought it was interesting yeah legend of the game yeah 100% I don't know I wonder if we're gonna hear more you know that comes I'll, out of that or not but how do the Yankees not find a spot for Derek Jeter in your front mm-hmm. office anyways? Yeah. <clears throat> that that's that's insane and kind of <laughs> kind of like something like that uh on a small scale uh so Garner got a new AD. He's from Clear Lake. He I believe he won a state title for Clear Lake in wrestling. Um uh, and played several times. The head position, coaching position became open. They didn't even give him an interview. Wow, yeah. that's a very short, very, very, very short. Makes sense if you don't if you don't think about it right there. Actually, yeah, yeah it's like what are you, are you kidding? Right? How? Not How even you, a, not even an interview. Not even an interview. Not even yeah. a courtesy one. Yep. Crazy. Not even like the bulldog one where you just kinda, you kind of <laughs> uh, remember that the original time he yeah. got interviewed. Yeah. But they had already hired the amount of guys they wanted. But they, they gave they gave him a courtesy hey. one. Come on in here and sit down. And talk <laughs> not, to us. not with the same <laughs> we'll people either. Uh, it was with like uh, what? Our s- 
or super at the time. It wasn't even all the people that are normally in the interview. Oh man! But he said at least it was a courtesy interview, that, right? That that it was. Uh, <laughs> that's messed up. Uh, number eleven, Providence, who is twenty four and three, fourteen and two overall, in the, or fourteen and two in the Big East, clinches their first Big East regular season title with a dominant win over Creighton, seventy two to fifty one. Been slow. Like I don't follow college basketball like extremely close, but it seems like the last like few years that Providence has kind of been building to this. Seems like they've been always hanging right there in the in the twenty five kind of. It seems like overall, I mean, not just them. um, NCAA basketball has become closer talent wise. It's not just the same teams winning over and over every every year, right? We're talking about multiple times in in the big dance. You know, there's those quote-unquote small schools are winning and, and making deep runs it's not just oh it's another cinderella it's you know several times we see these small schools make a good run and then continue to be good for several years and mm-hmm. uh, i i just think the talent level is starting to spread out evenly now among all these schools 100 percent, man yeah the last i guess before last year like the last three years of doing like your March Madness brackets and stuff have been impossible. Yeah, because like there are so many thirteen seed right. upsets, fourteen. Well, well you 15, want like, like you know that one's gonna happen. It's just whether you were good enough to call the one that was going to actually yeah. do it. So that comes yeah. back to his point, saying that you're you're actually expecting it now. It's no longer really a Cinderella story yeah. now because it's so spread one. out, right? Yeah. And but they make it, uh, and then and, coming and back to yours, the bracket. It's like anybody which can one do you lose. Pick? I mean, I'm sure it's in your notes, but. I mean, what one through six lost the other day? Yeah, um, that was the first time. Fucking I think. insane, right? The first, the top sixteen in the nation lost. So anybody can lose any day. It's uh, and that's where I say the talent level has kind of started to spread out evenly, and it's not the powerhouses anymore, right? The mm-hmm. Kentuckys, the Dukes, every year, yeah. right? Anyone has a swinger's chance? I meant that it's a boxing term. Oh, not. Pineapples. Not pineapple. Not upside down pineapples. Uh, the commissioners from the ACC, Pac-12, and Big Ten pushed back on Friday against any public misconception that their alliance of conferences worked together to stop expansion of the college football playoff. Last Friday, the college football playoff announced it will remain a four-team playoff for the next four years, a decision that was made with an 8-3 to vote of the 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame's AD. Mississippi State President Mark Keenum, the chair of the college football playoffs board of managers, uh, publicized the vote, revealing that the Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12 voted against the 12 team, which, if you remember the number I just said, was 8-3. to three. Those are the three conferences that voted against it. The Big Ten, ACC, and who? Pac-12. Who are all in that little alliance, major little alliance that started, what, a couple months ago? Yeah, which is weird because, you know, they they always seem like they're on the outside looking in for the most part. Especially the Pac-12, right? Yeah, yep. especially the Pac-12. And, uh, yeah, just weird you'd vote no for that because that would open up so many opportunities for teams in your conference to get in. Instead of top four, Pac-12, you can basically erase them unless you have to go undefeated and blow everybody out to right. get in. The Big Ten, I mean, we saw them get in, and, and they, they can punch people in. So it's kind of whatever. And then who was the other one again? ACC. So ACC. ACC. And, and AC, same thing with them. A- ACC, just like what you're saying, can be 
if they have a team that basically goes undefeated or one loss, depending on what that one loss was, because they usually play a, a pretty um, good non-conference. They'll play one out of, like, real good one usually. Mm-hmm. Like a Clemson, back in its day, could go 11-1 and one and still make that four team, you know, depending if that one loss was at the beginning of the season to whoever. Pac-12, it's almost like as soon as they lose one game, they're out of it. So I don't know why they wouldn't have. I understand maybe that's the reason why the Big Ten – I don't know because the Big Ten, you got you're so close sometimes to getting that second team in, but then ultimately are are out, and mm-hmm. you would think they'd want that as well. I I don't I don't ultimately get it either unless they're I I don't. They yeah. they, they keep going behind the saying it's for player safety. So if that's the case, then I don't know. Maybe make a fucking rule where <laughs> you know um, certain play like a certain players are only allowed to play a certain amount of games so maybe you'll worry about laying them down for a game as in like one of their um division two lineups or something yeah, like one that. of those blog games, yeah and right? you literally just play all your you know second or third your third teamers yeah and maybe. i don't i don't know i'm just like that's the only thing that keeps popping up is because of player safety which i'm not saying i'm against because if you are what they say you play one extra game you play one extra game if you're the top two. You could play two extra games if you're anything below that, if it was the, whatever, 12-man. So, yeah, the only argument, in my opinion, like you could talk about player safety, and ultimately that's why players tend to bow out and prepare for the draft is the player safety, right? So the only real argument is kind of related to that, and it's, well we're going to have so much less less talent in those games at the end of the year because those good players on those good schools are just going to bail anyway because they're like, "Well, oh god, now I got to play two, three extra games." No, I'm you know, I'm going to go prep. You may actually see more, yeah. Right. Especially those ones that are like It's going to get so depleted if you get like too far down, right? What, yeah, 7 down to 12, they're yeah. swinging they're swinging dongs are going to like uh no, thank you. Like are do we have a legit shot people? Come on. Yeah. I can look in the mirror. Uh, but I do have a legit shot of getting injured with two extra games if we were to make it to that that final four, so to speak, or something like that. I have that much more exposure to getting hurt and ruining my draft day. Yep. That's the only thing I would worry about. So then you're, no matter what, if you're a team like Alabama that has four and five stars, even in second and third team, they're going to roll every time because they don't oh, have yeah. any gaps, right? Yeah. But if you're a team that ekes in, I, Clemson's not a good example, I guess, but say you're like, like a Wake Forest this year. Wake Forest this there you year, go. right? Perfect. Yeah, yeah, or like a Cincy potentially. You know, if their players decided to bail, they have nobody besides those few top players they have, right? Then it's just going to be worthless. It's not going to be as fun to watch. Uh, somebody's going to get blown out. That's the only argument I could see is we're going to have less. You know, it's going to be more depleted to that point. But I think it's more depleted once you get down to twelve, regardless, because there's yeah. no way that we're believing Wake Forest was going to hang with anyone up there. No. I mean, we. We had twelve's a, a lot. We, we, a lot. we yeah. were truly hoping and praying for Cincy and everything because that's we like the underdog story, correct? And it would have been awesome. And they and they show and they showed up proud. They just don't have enough, right? We watch the game. They just don't have enough. At, at the end of the day, you go all the way down to the Wake Forest, the one year wonder, or something like that. We keep saying Wake Forest, but that's the easy one to pick on right here. Yeah, there's no way they're hanging with. No they're, way. They might not even hang with Cincinnati. <clears throat> No. If we're being honest, yeah. Cincinnati played way too good a defense for 
And Wake Forest played no defense. I don't know if you watched a single one of theirs. Right. They were averaging like a college basketball score. You know, I say go to six, give the top two a bye, and I like roll six. from there. Yeah, I like six. Yeah, two. I don't understand why they have to be so greedy. Why does it have to be 12 or nothing? Or nothing. Yeah. I don't get it. Yep. Uh, the NCAA has relaxed the amount of THC an athlete can have to trigger a positive test and is recommending less stringent penalties for athletes who do test positive for marijuana. The threshold levels for THC, which is a psychoactive ingredient in marijuana, will go from 35 nanograms per milliliter to 150 nanograms per milliliter, which the NCAA says is in line with the world's uh, anti-doping agency levels. Uh, Previously, one positive test for marijuana would mean NCAA athlete would immediately miss 50% of a regular season. And a second would mean an athlete would sit out the equivalent of one regular season. Now it's down to basically you have a chance of not getting suspended at all. Especially if you follow like some of the orders of the school, like how the school like takes your, your their drug policy. And um, and then if even if you don't do that, the first one you won't get suspended. The second one would be um, if you didn't follow the school's uh, guideline and you got popped in the second one. It's only 25% of the games. So. Why have it at all? The only thing I, so the only thing I, we heard someone at work, I think even bring it up. No, it was bullshit that brought it up. Uh, When we were talking about the possibility of this. The one thing I could get with it is that you're not trying to promote um, drug and alcohol use because it isn't like we're sitting there telling uh, it isn't like you're trying to tell kids at a college level high school especially but college level to promote drinking even though they're old enough to drink you know and I'm not saying that because I don't think marijuana is a bad thing I've never been big into it myself but I don't think it's a bad thing I don't think it's bad for I definitely don't think it's bad for a person I think it's a great uh, a great substitution Nat- for pain Pain reliever. Yeah, pain reliever. So I think it's a hell of a lot better than using opioids and pills and everything else like that, right? But you still don't want to make it look like you're trying to, like, all right, you're old enough. Go ahead and, like, trying to promote. I I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of, I guess. I'm not saying I'm any which way, but on that one, it's like I can see where you're not trying to get the – the the college student to actually be doing it, like trying to encourage doing it. That's what I'm looking for. It isn't like you don't want to encourage doing it. But we're not going to punish you if you do, you know, I guess should be. Yeah. So I guess here's my theory on this. And this is what I think about government, too. I think it should be taken care of at your school. Like the NCAA shouldn't enforce anything. I think it should be you are at the discretion of the school you're going to. If they say don't do it at all, don't do it at all. If they say here's your limit, then, okay, just be smart with it, whatever. You know what I mean? Like maybe don't act like don't promote it. That's a good point because you mm-hmm. don't want to do that to young athletes. That's that's fair. But just take hands off and say the schools are going to handle this. And if you fuck it up, you fuck it up. Th- that's kind of what I think. Yeah, it's not bad. It's kind of like what, I don't know, the federal government and the state governments are supposed to be doing. Like the state government supposed to handle their own business. Mm-hmm. Weird. Okay. <laughs> the Big Ten plans to take a group of athletes from member schools on a summer trip to civil rights sites in Alabama. 
as a part of a conference-wide program exploring racial relations and social justice. The July 15th through 17th trip will be funded by the Big Ten and is the first event in the conference's Big Life Series, a program designed to provide real-life educational experiences for athletes. Pretty cool. Cool. Are we taking a trip? You want to take a trip? Yeah. We can take a trip. Yeah. I want to get educated. Yeah. I like I like a good solid history lesson. Yeah, why not? I do. Let's do it. Uh Kyler Murray. Yep, that's where we're going. Kyler Murray's agent, Eric Burkhart, said in a statement Monday that the quarterback has sent a detailed contract proposal to the Cardinals. The statement noted that in order to consistently compete for championships, the franchise needs a long-term it needs long-term stability, which Murray is offering. The statement <laughs> the statement made two things clear. Murray is committed to remaining with the Cardinals long-term and he desperately wants to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, so does every other quarterback in the league. <laughs> we went from everything's being copacetic. That was the word that was used. To kind of like being uh, verbal with your contract in the open, like trying to get your co- your contract negotiations with the public. Yeah, a dude's detailed gonna get paid. contract. Yeah, you're going to get paid. You're going to get paid. Like, like what are you? Tra- I, unless he's trying to set the world on fire, I don't know what he's trying to get. Like, is he not? Was he not going to be one of the top five paid quarterbacks in the damn league? Well, but then, which is the top five five players paid? But then what's going to happen when he becomes a top five paid quarterback in the league? What's going to happen to Arizona's roster? Yeah. yeah. Right? You can't have it both ways, bro. No, it doesn't. It, never, it, yeah. it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I'd love to stay, too, if I could have a guaranteed contract for long term. If I get it, injured, doesn't matter. You know, I don't know. What, like I don't know what he's asking for. Maybe he's listening to what Aaron Rodgers has been preaching up there. You heard that that he evidently. I don't. I haven't heard it come from his mouth, but he evidently wants a one year, fifty million dollar contract. <laughs> oh shit! I did hear that. Yeah. You, okay, you saw that too. I didn't okay. see that one. Yeah, yeah, one year, fifty mil. I think. I think that, in my mind, Packers are out. <laughs> Like that's all. That's all. That's all he was saying is like, I'm gonna make something okay. so oh, ridiculous. Okay, no, you mean the statement? Okay, the statement it. is so ridiculous. Like the Packers are gonna be like, then no he's way. gonna be like, I would have stayed. No, yeah. yeah, exactly. I told you. Yeah, and then Dude, he's wh- gonna go sign. What if the they? Broncos. What if they call? What if they call his bullshit and actually pay him fifty mil? I'll put it on the table. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude! Like you have nothing to bitch about. We literally, you spent all the money we were gonna spend on. Trying to surround you with talent. You want a 50 mil? We gave you 50 mil. No, the best part of this is he's going to end up going to Denver or wherever, and he's going to take like 20 mil a year. That's going to yeah. be the best part of this, yeah. you know? He's going to take a pay cut to make sure they help juice that roster even more, especially. Yep. He wants the ring. He wants it solidified, it. Yeah. right? He wants that. He wants whatever team solidified. So if they're weak on the O-line, he wants you to go out and get that. Here's the, here's the money for it. I'm leaving it on the table. Go grab it. Yep. You know? Yeah, I guess that's the world we live in, though. <laughs> like, just I don't know what this contract could have said. I'm interested. I I hope this comes public. Like, yeah. what his? I should say what his uh what Kyler's proposal. This evidently came oh, from yeah. Kyler, not even his agent. He hand detailed and sent it to the Cardinals. Yeah, that's dude. You're gonna get paid regardless. You're the quarterback. They're not letting you walk. 
right? I mean, we talk about good quarterbacks in the league, and you're a pretty good quarterback in the league. They're not going to let you just walk. They're going to pay you eventually. Um, you don't think it's a cake and eat it too situation? Like I want the I want the yes. forty mil a year, and I want you to put me with a bare minimum of eight Pro Bowlers. Yeah, I want DeAndre. I want CD. Yeah. Like he's already said. <laughs> right. What the fuck are you well, talking yeah, about? Like Eric, I, we can't give Tom, you. Both. Tom Brady would love to play with all them guys too. Aaron Rodgers too. But that that is how it works. They have a cap. Yeah. In the NFL. Sorry. And if you yeah, and if you want those pieces, take a pick up. It's always there. Take a pay cut. <clears throat> yep. Thomas brought all those boys in for from Tampa by taking a. He was paid what twenty million dollars, which is way under a, way under, way under a starting quarterback, let alone a top five quarterback in the league. Right. Yeah. What is what's old boy get forty forty something million? Uh, Patrick. Forty. Forty five is in my head. I don't know if that's right. I know it was what it was a ten year contract. I think you're right. Ten year contract, four hundred fifty million. That sounds right? right. Rio's our fact checker tonight. So I was looking up. Oh yeah, I can check Patty's. Tom Brady's, in uh, I think uh, I could be wrong. I thought it was twenty or twenty five mil, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. So Tom Brady signed one year, twenty five mil. Yeah. Oh no, it's more. Holy shit. Ten years, fi- uh, ten years, five hundred three million dollars. Five hundred three. So fifty million a year. Crazy. And Tom Brady took half that. Jesus. And Patty had a sixty-three million dollars signing bonus. What? The His fuck? no, 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 no. His fiance had a sixty-three. Yeah, you damn million right. Sure did. And now he's gonna tell you to stay the fuck home too. Yeah, <laughs> just insane. Uh, we will. We'll continue on. We'll continue on with the NFL. The Saints moved more than $26 million in salary cap charges into the future years by restructuring the contracts of wide receiver Michael Thomas and offensive tackle Ryan Ramchek. New Orleans began the offseason about $75 million over the projected 2022 salary cap of $208.2 million per team, the highest amount of any team in the NFL. Speaking of a little bit of this, I did forgot to bring this up the other day. Did you see what the cap hit for, um, for Matt Ryan is? Yes, it's a NFL record. Did you tell us forty mil or something like that? Forty. I thought it was like forty-eight point seven or something. Something crazy. But here's the thing: if they go one more year, next year it's going to be the cap hit, dead money hit is going to be like ten mil, eight mil, something like that. So I say that I think they'll play out another year with them. Um, unless they have a trade partner, but that's a pretty big hit. Kirk, <clears throat> Kirk Cousins is like third or fourth in cap hit this year. I've seen that too. Like four hit because his is like forty three million, I think. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think you're right. I seen a. I seen a. F- <laughs> ah, we won't go down Viking Row. I just seen a funny article today. Found out what we all suspected from our coach. In meetings, just beating down, beating down on our uh, quarterback there. I don't know if you guys seen the same thing or not. I just thought it was funny. But uh, Saints have a lot of work to do. Seventy-five yeah. mil, and you need to bring be able to bring back. I don't. You may not even be able to play a quarterback. You may have to have Alvin and Kamara play both. How does it? How does it work since they don't have to pay Sean anymore? 
Does that not get taken out? That's not on their salary. That's not salary cap. That, yeah, be, coaches uh, aren't salary cap. Yeah, coaches aren't salary. Be cap. sweet for him. That's a chunk of change, but yeah, no, it's uh, purely just the, purely the players. players. Okay. So the breeze. I don't know if the breeze is still hitting it. I think it is because they kicked. They've been kicking money down the road for a while. That's the reason why it's so big. I think the breeze. I think there's still breeze money chilling here. And then you obviously paid Taysom Hill. You paid Jameis Winston. Now, granted, Jameis is off the books. They're trying. They're trying to bring him back. Yep. Yeah. But I don't know why you're trying to bring him back when you just paid Taysom. I. You don't have talent, man. You don't have receivers because Mike's not going to stay. He needs to go. He's that not- could be a chunk. They need to get to figure out how to dump some of that. Well, he needs to show that he's mentally right too. Like if you want a trade partner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they are. St- Still forty nine million over the cap, almost fifty. The Saints, yes. Okay, so uh, they got twelve million, only twelve million of dead money. Drew Brees is eleven of that, <laughs> eleven and a half mm-hmm. of that. Uh, yeah, that's Marshawn's twenty seven. Yeah, Cameron Jordan twenty three. Andrews Pete fifteen. Alvin Kamara fourteen. Uh, Onyemata, David Onyemata thirteen. Michael Thomas now thirteen. And Teron Armstead now down to 13. Taysom Hill, 12. I do believe the NFL does like a shared revenue system, right? Kind of like the NBA, I think. I think they do something like that. The NBA's is gorgeous, by the way. The way they do it, they can, they support their bottom teams by like, because there's a shared revenue, a certain percentage that goes to all the lower teams too. Yeah, like the Panthers and that. Now, so I think the NFL does something like that too. I don't understand why you even worry about it. Like, I know why you do a cap. I know why you do a cap as an owner. Because at the end of the day, your competitive nature is going to take over, right? Yeah. Like, hey, if I had the money to do it and you're saying I don't have no cap on that, I'm going to pay for whatever I got to pay for to get the best player, right the best pocket. teams. Yeah. Now, they do that to kind of protect themselves so they're not over, in their minds, overspending and going buck wild. But sometimes it's like, if a player is worth it, like, I don't understand why. Yeah. Like, they should be able to get paid. Like, all those guys are all those guys you named are worth their salary, I believe. Cameron Jordan is a monster. Andrews P is, like, one of the better tackles or guards. He started a tackle. I think he's a guard now. One of the better. They had one of the better offensive lines in general in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. So, any one of their pieces is worth their value. Right, Alvin Kamara is one of the best running backs. You know, it's and like those defensive pieces, dude. Yeah, and Mar really and good. Marshawn Lattimore is one. Or yeah, Marshawn. Yeah, yeah, Marshawn Lattimore is one hell of a monster. One of the one of the shutdown corners of the league. It's just like I, you know, my despise for the Saints, but I just believe that you should be able to keep your players, especially if you drafted them, because all those guys I just named, they all have something in common. They all were drafted by the Saints. You know what I'm saying? So they're keeping their own guys and paying their own guys too. So it isn't just like you're over you overbid somebody to take their star player. Nah. So much, too much money. <laughs> There's a lot of money. They're in a yeah. lot of trouble. They are. Uh is that my last no, no. Do more of the NFL. Uh Green Bay, Detroit, Washington DC are the three finalists to host the 2024 NFL Draft. Don't know if you could have picked a shittier three. Jesus. Green Bay is more. Detroit that's more, better get it. 
What? <laughs> Shut up. The fucking shit Shut show. Up. Just do it, man. Okay, for the try to boost the city back yeah, up. Okay. Come on. Help okay. Them out. But good God. Like the, have you seen these I know you've seen these TikToks where these chicks and dudes are missing like teeth and whatever songs go in the background, they look all hideous and shit. And then they go like boom. They look all fucking like beautiful. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. So you know what I'm talking about? Yep. I don't know what you do to try to fix Detroit to try to bring them in. Because this yeah, is televised, by the way. Where you mask everything over and just try to give tunnel vision to where it's you're tough, trying. man. Yeah. You're right. They need the funds. So, I mean, if you're rooting for one, I guess it'd be them. Green Bay is probably the cleanest one in a lot of history. Green Bay is probably the most. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, you don't go to Washington. Why would you go to Washington? Isn't that kind of like, in a way, supporting the commanders who are kind of pieces of shit right now? Or is that just me? I mean, I if, know it's for the city. If but. they go to Washington, that man has more pull than we all realize, man. You know, how are they a finalist? I don't know. Yeah. How are they the even in the conversation? Yeah. I don't even That's know how crazy. they're in the conversation of a finalist to even get a shot at it. Yeah. He's got no, it isn't pull. He has deep, dark secrets on these people. Yeah. He's got some Epstein shit, man. That's for sure. Uh, in a shocking move, Buccaneers Pro Bowl left guard, Ali Mar- Marpet. Is retiring, he announced on Instagram. Marpet is uh, just 28 years old and finished off his first Pro Bowl season, a second round draft pick out of Hobart College in 2015. Mopert became the highest drafted player, 61st overall in D3 history. He also became the first D3 player selected in the top 100 of the draft since 1990. He became one of six players. To post a pass block win rate of 92% or higher, which his was a 93-7 uh, yeah. at guard in each of the last four seasons, joining Quentin Nelson, Zach Martin, Joel Betonio, Brandon Scherf, and Andrew Nowell, which I think we know all those boys. It's a yeah. pretty good class of people, oh, yeah. man. Shit. Yeah, I didn't realize how – I. that's the reason why I even put that information in there. I didn't realize how, like how good he was. I thought he was just kind of – Maybe carried by Tom Brady a little bit, but yeah. Chalk it up to another need. Tampa's gonna have to address. Ouch, big time. Mm-hmm. They can always bring Antonio Brown back. He can't yeah. offensive line, but he can take the attention off your offensive line. I mean, he may be able to block. He might be able to. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. UFC two seventy two loses its co main event. As Rafael Fiziev tests positive for COVID-19 and will miss bout against Rafael Dos Anjos. Yeah, he's from uh, was it Thailand, I believe. Made it all the way to Vegas. Test positive. Got sick with COVID. I thought they weren't taking Whatever it was. No, or, no, I think he actually was sick sick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so that, that sucks, definitely, to make that trip and everything and be prepared for a weight cut and then that happened. Tough. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, and finally, no, well, not finally. We'll f- we'll come back to this one because I know you're gonna be passionate about it. Uh, Grambling State football coach Hugh Jackson defended his hiring of new offensive coordinator Art Bryles on Monday after the school received criticism for the move because of campus-wide sexual assault allegations that led to the. Independent investigation and Bryles firing at Baylor in 2016. In a statement that was released on a letterhead of Jackson's foundation on February 25th, 
Jackson wrote that the recent hire in Bryles was a testament of forgiveness, redemption, and enlightenment. A spokesperson for the university today says that Bryles has resigned as the offensive coordinator. Jeez. Yeah. Too much attention. Uh, so I'm on... I'll let I'll let you two talk first, Bob. I'm I'm on the fence on this one. So. I I am too. So <clears throat> here's the deal. Ultimately, he's not the one who went out and the allegations were against. Whereas players, and at that point, I mean, you uh, do you really know if it's true or not? I don't know. You can go on word and try to turn a blind eye, which is what he did. Mm-hmm. He got fired, lost his job, he had millions on the table. You don't believe anybody deserves a second chance after all these years. And that's where I'm on the fence, too. He lost all these millions over all these years. You know, a good job, Division One, Turned a program into a right, program. Turned right, turned a program yeah. around. I mean, I, I like what uh, Amada or whatever his name is is doing there right now. Yeah. But Art Bryles was, he right, was doing a, his He was thing. the one that started it, started, restarted it back up, right? And, uh, you know, there's a mistake made there, um, you know, by not coming out. And calling those players out or bringing them forward, whatever the case was uh, there. But at some point, you got to go, hey, you know, somebody is. Now, yeah, it would be a different story if he's the one who's doing it, right? And it was a sexual assault allegation against him or or something like that. Or if they even brought clear-cut evidence to him and he turned a blind eye. Like, it's a video of them doing it, which I don't think ever happened. I could be eating something. It sounded like it was word of mouth. Yeah, there's a lot with this story, right? So, like, as a head coach, everything falls on you, no matter right. what, yep. right? We know that. Definitely does deserve a second chance. Everybody does, okay? But there's more. It's not just him, though. It was a whole culture thing there, right? Mm-hmm. Where they avoided and the police didn't get called and they, you know, it was way more than just him. Right. So, for him to just completely, basically get blackballed at this point. Right, that, yeah. That sucks, man. I don't it, uh, now. I think he went up further. It's because I don't know so. if he like how involved he actually was, right? Just based on what we know at face value, it's like, come on. Unless there's more that people don't know about, like there, what the no, hell? I don't think there could. I don't think there could be. And the reason why I say either. that is that there was a negotiation for his contract. There was a buyout. You don't. We've talked about this before, right? You don't pay someone that you believe is like guilty. is or is a hundred percent guilty, right? I mean, right. Like, you don't. You pay, don't at all. You don't pay someone. Even they resign like, or they you fire them. Right. right. If there was a obviously there had to have been something in this where it's like, hold on, either art, we need you to go ahead and eat this one, you know, we'll pay you your contract, like because it might have went up further, like they were turning a blind eye more than him, and I have no idea. We don't know. They paid him part of the contract, so he shouldn't have been Well, it did go, didn't it wasn't the A D, didn't he get let go after all this? Like there was more than just him. There, there was it was, but is anyone paying attention to the AD if he has another it, job? That's fair. Um, but that that just feeds into my point. Like it was more than just him. Mm-hmm. So it's it like a whole yeah. culture. Yeah. So I'm on the fence, just like just like he is, and on both sides. So I get it, and they're very and they're very serious allegations, or not allegations. That I do believe they found out a lot of the stuff that was happening, right? But I'm talking about at the time. So obviously, you don't want anyone to ever 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 think this is okay so how do you get how do you get teams coaches programs universities to actually never have this happen again you bring down the swift arm of justice right and that's what that's kind of what they did and they went through and but now and then the 
media and general public kind of beats you up for this part of it. Now, where I'm on the fence is should he not be able to should he not be able to eat either? Right. Is he showing that he's not grown at all? I mean, we're talking about years and years and years, so he should never get another shot. It. There already was apologies. There already was, you know, and all that stuff. Yes, live by it. Yeah. I'd like to see a little evidence of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, is he not allowed to eat? I, I don't get where, what the end game is. Like, take him outside and put him out of his misery then? You know, I don't. Yeah. So 20, I'm not, 2016. Yeah. Yeah, 2016. Yep, six years. I, so, like I said, I'm on both sides of this. I get it. Like, if there's one thing that, like, I'm like, okay, I wouldn't, I'm not going to argue for it is it's a pretty serious sexual, sexual shit that w- went on at this university. I think he should have learned from the one thing he should have learned from that I maybe I don't feel as much remorse for him is you watch this happen with Joe Pa. You had something like this happen. The clearest you could be, the best you could be. Is literally come out with it right away. As soon as and you lead the investigation into it. If the university tries to shut that down, at least you can sleep better at night and yep. you make it clear. You'll get another job at that point. And then you won't have this scrutiny. Right. If you were so buttered about everything like this, you would have stopped it when he he worked at a high school in Texas. You would have stopped it before he didn't come to that. Yep. Yeah, that's a crazy <clears> thing. And, the, and, the, and, the, and those are even younger men and women, you know? Yeah, most of it isn't even related to him of everything that happened, man. Like it was girls, just they didn't do anything when the names came out mm-hmm. in the allegations and let him yeah. play and yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's that. Yeah, there's there's that side of it too. I'm thinking of like when the allegations came out before the big story. Like they would have campus security take care of it. They would never call the cops. They would. It goes really deep, right? Mm-hmm. So like, how deep did it go? Where if you tried to say something to your point, would he just have gotten fired? Like. Maybe he's got to come out and say some shit. Like, listen, here's the deal. I don't, I don't know, but he's got to be able to eat. I'm with you on that. I don't I don't know, man. There's got to be, I think. It, it isn't like he jumped back up to a big-time school either, right? It's Grambling State. Yeah. It, it isn't like he's got handed an offensive coordinator position at USC with Lincoln Riley or anything. Right. That's why the only opportunity he's going to get is it where he ends up at a school that's willing to bite the bullet for a few months. Mm-hmm. Until the media calms down, and then you can just focus on your shit. And yeah. not it's, a lot of universities are going to be willing. It's going to well, they will, and not not big time though. It'll be like it'll be a D three one that'll be like you know what? Any media is good media. You're still going to sell out people. Some people are going to come yep. pay for the tickets to watch you. Hopefully, watch you lose. We're still getting paid for that. Yep. yep. Right. Unfortunately, I see. I, like I said, I'm on the fence. I it's a very sensitive issue. So, but at the but. Part of me just wants to just flat out say, is he not supposed to eat? Is he not supposed to provide for his family too? Like, it isn't like he's out there slant like he was out there slanging that shit, right? Yeah, you know. Because if it was that, if that was the case, then I have a completely different belief on what's supposed to happen to somebody when you do some dumb shit like that. Yep. And we're gonna get to the one that uh, my man Danny's very passionate about. I'm gonna slaughter the last name though. Is it Islam or Kazmir? Islam Makachev mm-hmm. dominated Bobby Green. Yep. Finishing with a ground and pound TKO at 3 minutes 23 seconds of the first round in the main event of the UFC Fight Night on Saturday in Las Vegas. Cost me some money cuz I took one of the boosts for, for a no, for uh, Islam. Oh. 
but to um to submit him. I went with with a submission. Yeah. Uh uh Makev got green against the cage, shot for double leg takeout takedown and then went to work. He quickly had Green's back and landed big shots from there until referee Herb Dean stepped in to stop it. I just want a title fight, Makev said in his post-fight interview. No more. I'm tired of all these things. I need title fight. I'm ready. I'm here. He deserves it as far as I'm concerned. He's a beast, man. And he's got Khabib in his corner. He looks just like Khabib to me. <laughs> like I watched, I watched some of that and... I'm like, like especially when his head was down, like it looked like his build was almost like Khabib esque. Maybe not as thick, but I'm like, fuck. Let me just see. I didn't realize like Khabib's dad was so much in, um, obviously heavily in hand and training him. I knew that part, but I did not know that he was like pressing for him to become the next champ. Like, because I don't think he wanted Khabib to fight much longer, and this is the guy that he was backing too, and that's what they're trying to push. So. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that I didn't watch a ton of Khabib, so he won what twenty nine straight, right? I didn't watch thirty. Uh, thirty. Thirty. Right? He went thirty, you know. Right? Yeah, that's what. That's where he stopped because he they wanted him. His mom I always fight with myself on that. 30. I couldn't remember if he got to thirty, but yeah. okay, thirty. So the last ten or so fights, right? Everybody knew what you know what Khabib was and what he could do, but you didn't get to see that build up. And Islam is like at that level early. So yep. this man could dominate this shit for a really long time. He is so yeah. good. I, I really think he deserves it. I think that would be a fucking phenomenal fight. He has one loss. Do you know who that's to? I don't know this mm-hmm. answer, but it says he had, what do you say, 12 and 1? What the hell did it say? He has one loss. Probably uh, early. Yeah. Oh, try to look, try to look, try to look. He is. <coughs> yeah, it's just almost a cheat code. He's he's obviously really good, but then he's got Khabib in his corner telling him what to do and fucking how to do it. And yeah, yeah. I'm not seeing it. <coughs> so he lost to an Adriano Martins by TKO uh, in the UFC. Okay, uh, that must have been early. Yes, that was his second fight in the UFC. Okay. He doesn't know what losing is since then, though. Right. Yeah, and he's had good wins. Chris Wade, Nick Lentz, all in the UFC, Gleason Tabah, uh, Kajan Johnson. Those are some lower names. I mean, that Nick Lentz and Chris Wade probably were better than him, but Drew Dober. Dan Hooker, Bobby Green, some good, definitely the last two really good wins. Yeah, that's the shitty thing for him and Kazmat is they're so good, it's hard for them to get good wins because these guys are ducking and they're not willing to fight them. Mm-hmm. So, man, I just I want to see. Isn't it. that where the UFC is supposed to step in and place whatever fight? <coughs> yeah, that's what. So they'll offer a guy a contract, right, and they'll say no. That's exactly what they don't. They don't I thought like them. UFC worked where well, then you don't get another fight until you take this fight because they own the rights to you because you signed a contract. Yeah. You signed a contract yeah. with UFC. So if I present you with this, then it's almost like then you're going without a fight until you fight this one. And maybe that's happening for some guys. Maybe sure. like you're just not gonna be able to fight them. I don't know, but hmm. guys are for sure dodging and not willing to fight either one of these two men. 
And that's what I got, gentlemen. All right. Let me run something by you real quick. NBA talk. Okay. So you guys ever listen to J.J. Reddick talk? Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking huge fan, first of all. Yep. He's like uh, Tony Romo for the NFL, right? I mm. love listening to him talk, analyze games and stuff. He also puts Stephen A. in his place once in a while. I've heard some of that. Big fan. I like that. But uh, he... Uh, I like that instantly. I, I don't even know if I didn't have to hear J.J. Reddick <laughs> talk. Right. It's Dude, it's it's awesome listening to him. Uh, super intelligent guy. Great to listen to. But he uh, kind of let some information out the other day talking about Zion. Yeah. yeah you I guys, we didn't, we haven't talked about it yet, so I was going to bring it up. Yeah. But kind of seems like uh, Zion's bought into his own hype a little bit, right? So I, yeah, that's how, that's how I read it. That's how I took it. And he's uh, any, everything that came from JJ on that was like basically, Dude's all about himself. He's wraps into his own life, wraps into his own training and his distance from the team. He doesn't message anybody. He doesn't do any of that. Now, CJ McCollum came out, I think it was yesterday, and I said yep. and has backed him into and like, hey, you need to get off the young cat's back. He's yeah. trying to physically he's trying to come back from a physical injury and yeah. trying to train his ass off. He's like, I have talked to him. He's like, and I will talk to him probably in the next couple, you know, days, weeks, whatever. But he's like, he's focusing on trying to get back to the game. Yeah. So, don't you have to say that if you're him, though? Probably. Probably. Well, probably. does does he though? I mean, you don't have to say anything. You know, th- I'm just saying he doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't have to say anything negative. He just doesn't have to say anything. Then he actually went out of his way to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't really know. You haven't worked with Zion, so why would you go against what JJ's saying? When you just got traded there, you know, he didn't have to say anything at all. And CJ will be just fine. He'll get another job somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Zion's just, he knows he's on a bad team and he's going to, he's waiting out his contract till he can somewhere else. I hope that's the case. And the reason why I say hope is his foot. I hope the foot thing isn't yeah, yeah. going to be a career ender. Yeah. Because what the little bit that we did see, special. Special, yeah. So... I do like some. I do like me some JJ though. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, the there last was, thing. Oh, go ahead. There was some. Uh, there was some. The NFL trade rumors. We vaguely touched on it, but what are the chances that the Panthers do pull that trigger that you were talking about? Because I've been seeing more and more of this. Like they actually have contacted them. It's serious. Of yanking Kirk. Now you're not giving up Kirk Cousins without a game plan of getting another guy, right? Yeah. Unless you're gonna, unless you think Kellen Mond is the uh, answer. You want you want to let just Kirk go for nothing if you think you can kind of compete right now, right? Unless you are tanking, I guess. I don't know what they. I mean, what do you get back from? It'd have to be. More than just Carolina, right? Wouldn't there have to be multiple teams probably to get? Maybe they pull a guy like Matt Ryan to get that money off Atlanta's plate. Minnesota, it's pretty similar hit, right, between Ryan and what Kirk has. Kirk was like, what, 43? Maybe the, I'm just saying maybe there's another team that would have to be involved because you're right, we would need a quarterback, right? Right, but if you're you're going to go for the one big cap hit to the largest cap hit? Oh. Maybe it's not him, but – but yeah. then that number falls to like eight mil the next year. So maybe they're like, 
there's somebody in the next draft we want. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. I'm surprised. Are you surprised by the Panthers' intrigue of it? Actually, I mean they fell off. They have a decent draft pick, do they not? I think I they're. I think they're top ten, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a quarterback savvy class. He so that to me that screams desperation for Matt Rule is what I'm getting at. Mm. I'm getting at Matt Rule getting a little desperate, looking at the market out there. They haven't been able to swing to get one of those. They're not in the conversation of one of the big big boys that could be either yeah. true trade like the big. I'm talking about the Russells and all that, or even the couple free agent ones that could be become. So I wonder if it's like a desperation move to try to keep his job. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Deshaun also wants to potentially come to Minnesota. So maybe we've got that in our back pocket. And we're like, if we think this that, is real, let's get rid of Kirk yeah, right now. That, there's a uh, there's little smoke to that one. Yeah. To that Deshaun one. But his li- I think at this point his list is getting bigger and bigger. Like just yeah. anybody. <laughs> For the love of God, anybody. Yeah. And it, none of this going to happen until <laughs> he gets, you know, this lawsuit deals settled out. Uh, one, uh, one weird law for you before we kick it over to Rio de Janeiro. Do it is illegal in the state of Alabama to drive blindfolded now. What? So they would not be able to ever do (laughs) blasphemy. I don't think they'd ever be able to survive bird boxing. Is that what the name of that movie was? Yeah. Yeah. Bird box. If she had to drive with that. Yes. Yeah, you can't drive blindfolded. Huh. You, there's a gray area what you can do when you're related sexually to yeah. each other, <laughs> but don't drive blindfolded. My sister cousin. I love her. <laughs> My sister cousin. I love her. <laughs> that's what I got. All right, then. I guess it's time for some Rio's Randoms. Hey, can I give you one real quick, though? Yeah, Not one ahead. of yours. I don't know if you heard it. Uh-uh. Want to hear what Cole, what your answer to Colleen's was? Okay, and that is one. What, what was it? Was it one thing that you do, but you hate that other people do? I've seen this before. What do we pick? I picked. I picked speeding by someone. Like I'm okay with me doing it. Yep, I said uh, picking my nose. I do believe. Yep. Yeah, especially for my kids. Yeah, I don't know. That is a tough one. I have to think about that. There's probably there's probably like so many that you actually you even think about. You don't even think about like it don't like you do it, but then it annoys the shit out of you when you see someone else do it. It was a hard one to answer. Yeah. Yeah, that is a, a tough one. I have to think about that. All right. All right. Rio's Random is brought to you by Bose Power Washing out of Belmont, Iowa. Spring is just around the corner. He'll uh, do any cleaning for you. He'll do weed eating. Mowing um, next winter, he'll move your snow if you need it. Uh, you can hit him up at 641-903-1720. Uh, first one, what is your most hated mode of transportation? Airplane. Taking the bus, probably. Oh, that yeah, that bus. bus was pretty crammed, especially when you're with a bunch of drunk people. Like So yeah. after that game, we took that. We took that bus, that, uh, that tram deal, that tram deal, and it saves you on the parking and dealing with all that. But yeah, we dealt with some stupid drunk people right there, right? Yeah, but plane, dude, I I clinch, I clinch. I can't sleep. Everyone says sleep it off. Oh yeah, okay. 
<laughs> yeah. So I've ridden on a train before, and that one is, it looks cool and like, hey, this will be fun until you realize how long it's going to take. <laughs> uh, so that kind of sucks. Like you did a real train or yeah. a tr- or one of those no, trams? No, no, a, a real, real train. train. Yeah. So I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, a real Countryside train. Countryside and all yeah. that. So you didn't like that, though? Long time, long time. It's cool for about half hour. Half hour. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I'm to ready like, to be there. All right, fucking, can we get some turbo on this bitch? <laughs> right, speed her up. So, all right. <laughs> all right. You're building a dream NFL fantasy franchise. Have you ever done this on Madden where you do a oh, yeah. fantasy franchise? Who are you drafting first? Oh. Your first pick. Say you got number one pick. Who are you taking? Oh. Damn. All right, so... I'll let you go with what uh, I normally would say, Jimmer, because we're on the same page with this, I think. Um, If I'm going first, I'm going to go Randy Moss. Oh, okay. Mm. Doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. You're not wrong there. I was going to say, and I might be a Prio's alley. He may have a different guy, but. Mine, I think, would have to be, like, um, probably Adrian Peterson. Because Rio, the reason why I know, if if I'm wrong about Rio, Rio, like, loves to run the rock in uh, Madden. But, like, if you have a powerful running back, they are so hard to take down in Madden. But I see your... Randy Moss, too. Damn. Yeah, no, like, I thought you just you'd go Peyton. It up. That's where I thought you'd go Peyton. That's where I was at. I'm no. going Peyton. Okay. Right. I'm going to go get my quarterback. Just said, so you're talking about in a video game or just said like, no. like in, in real, real fr- in Oh, real, real life. life. Real life. You're taking them. Oh, Peyton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought, would have said Peyton. My bad. I thought, you, I thought you meant like in an actual video no, game. No, 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 okay, no, no. I'm Peyton. Saying, I was just, you know how you can yeah. do that on a video yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. You're drafting first. Yeah, Who Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, baby. That's, that's hilarious. I w- we all would have taken Peyton Manning. I jumped from Peyton because I didn't know you would You don't him. even need a coach. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I could save yeah. money as an owner on a coach. Yeah. You know, I almost went lineman here and just, well, there's so many linemen you can pick that are, are good. Um, yeah. So why not just go get a quarterback that'll lead your franchise? That's right, baby. <clears throat> yeah. That, I didn't, I didn't expect that from good. you, Rio. All right. We're all on the same page there. I thought he was going to go Romo. Oh, man, I no. do like Romo, but <laughs> not, I mean, yeah. We're talking about Peyton Manning here. Yeah, Peyton, like, yeah you got a chance to take. You, you but take. hold on. Isn't the GOAT Tom Brady, though? He is pretty dang good, and he's going to be the GOAT. And like I said, I ordered a jersey, a Patriots version, and uh, just so I can have it because I know he's going to be in. Yeah. But still, But still, at the end of the day, though, we know that Peyton Manning led what like, he can do. Yeah, yeah, what he can do. He led the offense. Right. So, okay. Yep. And my last one. You're building a new NBA franchise. Where are you putting it? Seattle. Back in Seattle. Okay. Back in Seattle. Back in Seattle. Their fan base is so passionate up there for anything they bring in. Right. Their hockey. They 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 were selling out. Their Sounders. I do believe their hockey. Their um. Sorry. Their soccer team. I think they even won MLS title, I do believe, at some point here. But they, they back their teams very passionately up there. You're going to get your money back. Your money back plus. So I would have to say there. I like Espe- that. Especially, M- especially NBA. If you would have said NFL, there's always more room in Texas. Right. <laughs> you know, I was looking at the map where teams are and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I mean, 
I, I was looking at it, and they could go both ways for NFL, too. I mean, New Mexico would be one to put down there in the south. Uh, <clears throat> that'd be a good spot. You know, traveling-wise, too, you know, probably not probably easy wintertime so getting in and out. So you're thinking New Mexico? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Going to uh, Vegas. Oh, there we go, for basketball. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Jeez. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Rightfully so, down. but I think that'd be a different, uh, interesting conversation for the NFL one, though. The I Seattle backed. They they were so. I do like Seattle. I wish I wish they would get another team. Yeah. Yeah. When they lost the Sonics, they were pissed, right? And that all had to do with just stadium. That had nothing to do with like fans coming out. Right. You know, like Sacramento and some of these other teams that are barely hanging on. They have a. They also have a um, attendance issue. You know. When you had when when you take a franchise from a um, from a city that ba- fully backs their team, yeah, Seattle. Yeah, no, I like that too. Yeah, 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 not bad at all. And that is what I have for Rio's randoms tonight. Boom, boom. Yeah, make sure you hit up our guy Bo here. Winter is dwindling down. You're gonna need to get the sidewalks, power wash, the sides of your buildings, everything like that. Hit him up. He'll help you out. He's a good guy. Absolutely. I think we – so Bo, Bose is talking about us doing a live show there. So we're talking – what he's talking about. Yeah, that's what we finally got to the thing about. And uh, we're like, you know what, for, for Bo Sharp, we'll probably do it. It'll be a nice little warm-up, I guess. Yeah. Don't We haven't said – like, we haven't all talked about a date or anything like that, but – yeah, so we got to the bottom of exactly what he was talking about because yeah. uh, Daddy was trying to put it in, like, code and message, you know, like, hey, I'm too old, I have a forgetful memory, and it just never led to exactly what was going on, but I made it a little clear there. Yeah, we got to figure it out, so we're going to have to check it out here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Who's got to make sense tonight? You got something intriguing? I do. I was just looking looking at it uh I have one from this weekend, but I'm not going to use it yet. Uh, okay. But I do have one uh, from back when I was in the third grade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. He's her. His, his little kid ones. He runs into so many. <laughs> I like it. Uh, like so, Dennis the Menace, kind of. You ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Back in third grade, um, they took all the doors off the stalls in the bathroom. Because we were <laughs> kicking them the in and riding on them and stuff like that, so they took all the doors off. So <laughs> the like it was your nightmare to have to take a number two in elementary school because you didn't want people just like walking by. And it was the worst layout. Like you walked in, there was urinals. Stalls, you wash your hands in the back of the bathroom. What the fuck? Yeah, so you dude, have how? to walk. So you have to walk by yeah, the stalls. Dude, like what the hell? So one day, I gotta go. Like it's the dreaded nightmare, right? So I go in there and I'm taking a number two with no stall doors in there, and uh, <laughs> there's some kids that come in there and they're peeing and. Um, they're like laughing at me because I'm trying to do my thing and there's doors. I'm like, dude, like, I know I made the cardinal sin. You know, no, no, put the doors on. And uh, they're hooting and hollering and the teacher is like, what's going on out there? And I can hear. And uh, 
they were messing around, and I mean, these guys were like peeing all over the place, like not in the toilet, uh, and making a yeah, and they're then they're yelling at me and throwing stuff at me, right? And I was like, what the heck? And so the <laughs> the teacher walks in. She's like, what are y'all doing? And she's getting on to them. She's like, who else is in here? And then she comes in. There I am, all scrunched up. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. She goes, Did you say what? she? Yes, it was a she. <laughs> it was a she. She walked in there. Yeah, and she's like, uh, what are y'all doing? Messing around? And she looks or whatever. She's like, all three of you? And I'm like, no, I'm trying to use the bathroom. She's like, no, what are you doing? Stand up. And I'm like, that's not happening. <laughs> that's not an option right what? now. She's like, are you really pooping? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm mid-third hanging out. <laughs> Girl, she's a like, prairie dog in it. She's like, I'm going to stand here and watch you and make sure. And I'm like, hold on. What? what? Stop. Yes. This lady, yeah, wanted to watch me. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable with you right here, right now. <laughs> I was kind of like Joey when he's like, I can't go. Right in the, and then the Right in the lake. That was kind of like me. She's standing there. And I'm like, well, I can't go now because I'm nervous. And she's like, hurry up. And she like stood at the door where I could like see the corner of her feet still. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. To get me out of the bathroom. Like, woman, that I look back. I was like, that's kind of sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I think she was trying lady. to see little Rio. What the hell? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Bro. I may have been. I might have a lawsuit on my hands. So. <laughs> uh, what was her name? Like Miss Eagleton or something like that, or no, uh, Miss Rudolph or Randolph? That's do, what it was. Miss Randolph. She hated think, me. Do you think this is where a lot of these uh, inappropriate relationships yeah. in school start? Right. <laughs> Just stand up. Let me see. Oh, <laughs> whoa. First hello, hello, Mr. Ten Inches. Um, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it makes sense if you don't think about it. <laughs> Words of wisdom. If your teacher asks you to stand up when you're on the toilet, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't Second of all, there's no doors on the stall. You might want to hold that thing. Right. Yeah. Call call mom. Your tummy yeah. hurts. Yeah, take that shit home. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, I tried. I was like, it's coming out of my pants. or And that would be even worse, right? Right. So, I had to go. and That was, we always made fun of the kids, right? So I guess it's karma. Right. Finally, the one oh, time. Oh, you're taking a shit. Oh. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah. So, took the doors off. Dude, I can't believe she made it that awkward. Yeah, like, she did. stand up. What? Right. She's like, are y'all messing? Are we all three messing around? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Hello. I've got my pants around my ankles. and <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, your pants are down. She's hold like, on. stand yeah. up. Well, hold on. What kind of messing around? Is right. Like, what are we doing? Uh, my pants are completely off. Yeah. It's getting tough out here. Uh, so yeah, makes sense if you don't think about really, it. She you was. got the best bathroom stall stories. I tell you what, I had totally forgot <laughs> or that. Or porta pot. The, the porta potties, man. I don't know. <sighs> I remember one time. There's some weird shit that happens in Texas, dude. Uh, so there's this Good, guy. This wasn't that porta pot there too. Yeah, it okay. was porta potty. He was working th- this one time. Um. So I'm in flip flops, right, and I'm standing by the urinal. And I'm using the bathroom, and there's, you know how there's uh, the stalls right next to it? 
All of a sudden, somebody pees on the floor right next to my feet, and it splatters all over my feet. There's a kid in the fucking stall next to me peeing on the floor and thinking it's hilarious. Oh, my God, dude. I told on his ass immediately. I didn't give a fuck. Immediately. I tattletailed right away. Right away. He peed on me. He peed on my feet. Dude. She's like, what? She's like, what? Um. You it was a different grade, but I was like, he peed on my feet. She's like, what do you mean? I, I, how do I know? And I'm like, well, your feet aren't supposed to be fucking wet after you come out of the bathroom. <laughs> I certainly didn't piss on myself. Do you, so oh, do, you, do you twitch a little bit before you go into a public bathroom? <laughs> now? I'm scarred for life, definitely. PTSD. Yeah, I don't know if you heard the story about what was going on in the stall in Des Moines, but... Yeah, that was a nasty picture. That was a nasty bathroom. There was some questionable stuff on the stall walls. I didn't feel safe. There's razor blades in the sink. Like Jesus. the sink. There was hair. Like somebody had been shaving in the sink. He picked There's the blood on the floor. Sh- he picked the shadiest. And hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Because he obviously lived there. Which Walmart do you believe this man went to? And it Southside was in Des Moines Walmart for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no chance. No, no chance. Took me straight south, dude. No. Did you sit on the toilet or did you at least hover? Oh, I hovered. <laughs> dude. I was like, mm, I gotta gotta Mm-mm. go, but I don't know. I might catch like ten different things if I sit down. Uh. Dude, I was watching a video the other day. It was these uh, these construction workers like doing pranks to each other or whatever. And one of the guys is in a porta potty. You you brought that up, so that made me think of this. He's in there taking a shit. And this is genius, to be honest with you. I've never thought of this. But they took some kind of heavy something, and they dropped it in that thing on top. Like, there's that vent thing that comes out of whatever. Yeah. They dropped it in, oh. and it fucking splattered. And so he just got a bunch of porta potty shit all over <laughs> his ass. So pissed. Oh, dude. I'm like, that, that's genius, but that's fucked up. Uh, we watch, We know a guy. We work with a guy that took one on one of the golf outings. They, uh, <coughs> It was on a trailer. What do you think the the move was on that? Mm. Him getting moved around the course, maybe, while he's on the shitter? No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yikes. Like, dangerously close to tipping over, I do believe. Oh, man. Nope. Yeah. Right, it starts shifting back and forth. I can't believe like... he brought it on, on the outing. That's weird. What? Why'd he bring it? No, what do you mean bring it? It was there. It was there on the it was trailer. A por- it's a- Somebody oh, brought I it. You said yeah. he brought it. No, no, no. They dropped it off, no. but it was on a trailer, it so they can move it. So they can move it wherever oh, on the course God. if they want to. Well, he went and go pinch one off, and they started moving the moving it around. No, I don't trust any of you motherfuckers to go take a shit. <laughs> I think that's in a re- porta potty. When I we're think all that's together. the reason why this dude takes like literally dude, I a three point seven second shit on the course. I push. Push. Yeah. Oh, so what? What hole is that? Five. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Hole five. There's a there's a porta pot right there. We get up there to tee He runs up in there. I was like, dude, I'm talking go. about. I barely I barely even stretch for my swing, and he's already coming out. I'm like, dude, what the hell? He's like, just fell right out. It's impossible. Didn't even have to wipe. <laughs> Shut up. That happens sometimes. It's it's like sometimes it's magic. I give you that. You're like, hold on. I know I pooped. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Or you look in there and there's nothing in the toilet. You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a wizard? Yes. Is this a magic show? <laughs> that was some heavy air. I think that about wraps it up. You got anything else over there, boys? That's about I'm it. Good. Let's rock it tonight, then, <clears throat> man. Uh, 
We appreciate all of you guys for listening in, for following us on the socials, all that fun stuff. Keep her coming. Keep her coming. Be make sure or be make sure make sure to uh, give us a follow, subscribe and everything like that. Where do we want them to do it, Jimmer? Uh, Facebook. Are you talking about the Facebook part? Because you were talking. Usually we do the listens. Yeah. Where do you, where, where you want to listen? Subscribe. At? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, get you some on Spotify, Apple, Google. Facebook podcast. Right. Also have a bucket up there, a contest or whatever you want to put it. Uh, draw a name up at where was that at? A gentleman's way up here in Garner, Garner, Iowa. Get go yourself get, a free haircut. Yeah, go get a haircut and put your name in the bucket. And uh, here, at the end of the month or so, we'll draw names, and uh, you may be a lucky winner. Yeah, it's easy. Just uh, take a picture of the code we've got out there, and it'll lead you to the podcast. Subscribe. Um, check out the socials, things like that. And definitely hit us up. Uh, we appreciate Colleen the other day for giving us a question. Mm-hmm. Um, hit us up where, Rio? It all goes down in the DMs. Shoot us some funny stories or questions, and we'll get it out to the people. Definitely. Now, it doesn't always have to be poop stories. We just happen to have a lot of those Yeah. Uh, for the record. So whatever you got that's funny, we'd love to share it. But we'll get out of here. Thank you, everybody, again for listening. This is 3 Gig Sports. We out.